All right. Yes, I am back in the home office here in Minneapolis. We got our guy back too, Lucky Shots Media, Ricky Larson. Football season is over, but of course, as you know, we like to talk UFC, so that'll kind of handle our appearances here throughout the offseason and big NFL news as it comes as well. Uh, but let's start with UFC 272. I'm going to be going live for it this Saturday. What, Ricky Larson, are you kind of looking forward to, looking at uh, the most for this weekend's fights? No, this is a weekend where, to me, as a person who's watched fighting for quite a long time, there's only really one fight on this card that I want to see. It's one of the ones where I'm like, I don't really want to buy it because I only want to see one fight. But it's a card where it's got a lot of young young names, a lot of upcoming talent that you got to pay attention to. Because, you know, how many people didn't want to watch Conor McGregor coming up or things like that? You never know who you're going to see, what's going to happen. And, you know, a lot of the times you look on the prelim, stuff like that. There's a lot of finishes, a lot of exciting fights. Uh, But obviously that main event, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. I mean, it's two guys that you expect this to just be a pissing match almost, you know, they just go out there and try to, you know, say I I'm the bigger man and just beat the shit out of each other. So that should be fun. Um, Masvidal, we haven't really seen a lot from him as of late. I mean, trying to think back to the last time we saw him, was it him getting knocked out by Kamaro? Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Like Masvidal explodes onto the scene with the fastest knockout in UFC history, right? The flying knee against Askren. And we've kind of seen where Askren's gone to uh, since then. Um, You mentioned it, you know, I think he beat either Nate or Nick, and that was his last win for Masvidal. And he's lost back-to-back against Usman. Now that's one of the toughest opponents you could face back-to-back, right? Uh, Obviously Covington's had to run into that wall as well. So I'm kind of excited to kind of see, just a different fight. You know, I've only seen you, you've been watching fights a lot longer than me. I've only seen Colby fight Usman twice and then beat up Woodley who like Askren, we've seen his trajectory here later in life. Um, And then before that he beat Robbie Lawler. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm ready to see kind of, you know, Colby and Jorge just like, Whoa, you know, I didn't expect I didn't expect these two guys in the ring. And I was like, wait, all right. You know, that it's a nice kind of filler event. As you said, it's the name that draws you to buy the card this time around. For sure. And I mean, it's two guys that have cut their teeth to get to where they're at, you know, so that'll be fun to watch. Uh, I I expect Covington to come out on top. I think Masvidal is just a lot of hype and I've seen him do one thing of like significance. And, you know, like you said, it's against Ben Askren, who's well out of the fight game now. Uh, couldn't couldn't beat one of the Paul brothers in a fight. So, <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's intriguing and it'll be fun to watch. Uh, hopefully that matches fireworks and it's not one of those fights where you expect a lot and you don't get much in return. So hopefully that's a good fight. Uh, got Rafael Dos Anjos on the mm-hmm. card. He's always exciting to watch getting up there in age, but always an exciting fighter. Uh, and then, I'm going to butcher this dude's name. Hanato Moicano. Yeah. I've watched him fight before. I just don't know how to pronounce his name. He's a, he's a hell of a fighter too. So isn't this a short notice fight as well? I think someone stood in more than more than likely it's a catch weight. So, uh, 
somebody's not in their weight class. They got to meet in the middle somewhere. But well, what's going on there? I feel like it's the beginning of the new year for UFC. There's been a lot of fight cancellations. Um, you know, is that normal to see? I, you know, whether it's yeah, kind of explain that to me. Yeah. So I mean. They've, they've got their big training camps, you know, it's, it's a few weeks or not a few weeks, a few months in preparation. A lot of things can go wrong. Somebody gets hurt, somebody gets sick, uh, especially now with COVID-19. That's obviously another big factor. Right. But uh, I feel like it's almost like we've had more cancellations now on the back end of the pandemic, which has been right. interesting. Yeah. It's, it's always been a thing in the fight game and it, a lot of fighters will say, Oh, they're just scared to fight me. They don't want to fight me. They're dodging who really knows why it happens, but most of the time it's injury, something like that. Uh, but for the guys who do step in it, good on them, you know, yeah. why not, why not just step in, fight somebody that may be a little outside of what you would be able to get otherwise and go make a name for yourself. I mean, we saw whoever that kid was that fought Sean O'Malley, he got his ass kicked, but <laughs> what a hell of an impression he, he made just stepping in. So yeah. Uh, there's always, always that chance that that can happen. Uh, I hate to see fighters pull out. At least it's not, you know, a main event scale, you know, title fight where yeah. we see that. And I think if I'm not mistaken, Masvidal pulled out of Leon Edwards fight. And then, uh, like he was apparently out of shape rumors were, and then all of a sudden he, you know, Hey, it's not like he's picking up some slouch in Colby. Right. But you know, that was interesting. How did he think he was in for an easier battle here? Uh, probably more money, if yeah, we're being point. honest. Two big personalities. Yeah, and it's something they could sell. I wonder if the uh, the BMF title will be on the line or some stupid shit like that. Right. Something right. to draw more press. Uh, you know, Leon Edwards is just – he's a fighter's fighter. And the biggest pull is Masvidal trying to trash talk. Yeah. With this fight, you got both guys spitting – hate at each other as as they do to everyone and it's a firefight of words and obviously that creates more publicity more money more pay-per-view buys so more money in each guy's pocket hey they've got my money um and then dana will just uh you know give them uh what 18 percent of it um <laughs> uh, so sell me on the rest of the card i think it's interesting as you said it's a mix of like veteran how did they fucking sneak jeff goddamn or greg hardy on us again yeah. we have to pay always greg hardy. Uh, always into that main card slot now i mean uh, who knows if he's bringing his sidekick the inhaler with him <laughs> uh you, you never know i'm not i haven't heard of the other guy and you know maybe he's gonna be something fun to watch uh but shit, I, I would pay money to see Greg Hardy get his ass kicked anytime, totally. any, any day of the week. Uh, other guys on there, Bryce Mitchell. I like watching him going yeah. up against Edson Barbosa, who's just a legend. Uh, just look out for everything because he's so well-rounded. Uh, Kevin Holland, I don't know if I've heard of him, but going up against uh, very old Alex Oliveira. Holland's interesting to me. He's uh, he's fought a lot in the last two years. That's where I've kind of, you know, gotten to know him. And he's a prospect. He's like been waiting to take, he, you know, he's fighting a lot. So he's had some big wins. He's had some setbacks too. Um, good God. Yeah. And most recently, yeah, he went, look, he ran into Brunson Vittori back-to-back -back losses and then had a no contest against Dawkins. So this dude just loves fighting. Yeah. I mean, you said a prospect and I'm sitting here looking at 28 fights. 
I mean, the, the guy is obviously one of those guys who's cut his teeth to get to where he's at. And now he's on the main card, gets to make some of that yeah. money. He's uh, 29, if you can believe it. But yeah, Well, and, you know, if we look at fighters towards the end of their 20s into sure. their mid-30s is kind of that prime, uh, right. prime for them. So maybe he's not hit his stride yet. Maybe it's coming. And maybe this is one of those stepping stones on a main card of a big big main event fight yep could could draw some eyes uh looking at the undercard uh man i am so bad with names marina morose watched her fight a couple times she's an animal uh i haven't watched the lady she's fighting but if if it just goes the way that a normal fight goes for uh morose it'll be fun to watch as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of names on here that I don't recognize. Uh, Tim Elliott on the very early prelims, Jessica. Yeah. I, what a, what a drop for her. Yeah, no kidding. Way down on the, on the uh, complete undercard, but you know, like I said, this is a card where there's a lot of new names that yep. you probably don't know who they are. You just got to watch and, one of them is going to make a memorable moment for you and could be, you know, one of those next stars that makes a run over the next five years. Yeah. I, I'm excited doing UFC 272 live from my place uh, this weekend, college hoops, uh, big sports week. We're of course in March madness. Um, Ricky Larson, lucky shots media kind of want to get your overarching thoughts about this year in the UFC. Like what are we going to be looking for? Is it a McGregor return? Uh, I love watching Charles Oliveira. What's the next step there? Poirier. What is Jake Paul going to stir up some more headlines? What are we looking forward to in 2022 in the fight game? You know, I hope to see, I hope Dana just says, fuck it. And let's, uh, let's Jake Paul get into the octagon. I, I don't know what would happen. Him Mosfidal, imagine, maybe. Yeah. Imagine he'd get his ass kicked, but I imagine it would bring in so much money. I mean, just look at all of the pay-per-view buys he always gets for those boxing matches, his brother even. Yeah. I mean, it's a big money pull, and most of the people who are real UFC fans just want to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. So go ahead and let it happen. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fighters right now that you look at the heavyweight division. Who knows what's really going to happen there? You got, uh, fuck me, I can't think of names right now. The That's the heavyweight early. champion, Nganu. You got him pulling an Aaron Rodgers right now, one foot in, one foot out. You don't know what's going to happen there. So if if he leaves, where does that leave the heavyweight division? It's pretty wide open. You right. know, you've got a lot of those top names, but you got other guys coming up the ranks. Tua to Ivasa. Yeah. Or tied <clears throat> to Ivasa. Fuck, I love that guy. Got another knockout yes, a sir. couple of weeks ago. So I would love to see him somewhere up in the top there. Uh, possibly a John Jones coming into that heavyweight division if he can keep right. his nose out of the snow and keep, <laughs> keep the needles out of his ass. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but right. that'd be interesting. Uh, and maybe my own personal hope is it's the year of Sugar Sean O'Malley. I right. really hope we see a huge push of him and 
hopefully by the end of the year, we see a title around his waist, which is not completely out of the question. Sure. He hasn't really been booked all that great. Like they, they book him with people that he should beat. I don't know if that's on his end, if that's on their end, give him these big fights. Let's see it happen. He's a guy that'll sell pay-per-views as well because people just love that personality. Let's see a push for him. Uh, Trying to think. Is is he? Yes. What is is that whole situation going to be? Because he's just walking through the middleweight division. (laughs) Right. Discarded Robert Whitaker again. Uh, You really can't see him going up to light heavyweight because we saw that he's He's just not not built for that. So who are they going to bring in? You know, it takes me back to times of GSP. Right. Who the hell is going to beat him? You bring in everyone and he just beats him, beats him. So eventually we'll see somebody come in, make some sort of play like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't see him being dethroned at all this year. I see him being an Anderson Silva and just kind of wiping all the way through that middleweight division for a couple of years until maybe he breaks his leg. Who knows? Uh, these strangleholds on the belt, uh, Usman, you know, we all thought Nunez would never get in. And all of a sudden, Juliana Pena comes out. Yes, as you called, you know, watch out for her. Uh, it's kind of awesome to see her rise to now she's sitting, you know, she's dressing more nice. She's getting her bag, uh, Pena. So it, I imagine she'll rematch Nunez, right? That's going to be a hell of a fucking rematch. Probably. And then that begs the question of what do we do with uh, Shevchenko? You right, know, exactly. She's Another in the same hold. situation yeah. as Izzy is. So, will we see her try to move around divisions and beat more people? Are they going to bring in somebody new? Yeah. And w- where's Amanda Nunes going to end up even halfway through this year? I mean, yeah. if we see the rematch and she wins, obviously we'll see a third. If she loses, where does that put her you does, know does yeah, she just does she deserve one right does she hang it up does she try to swap divisions which i don't see her doing because she started just getting burnt out of moving to different divisions to defend two different titles because right. if i'm not mistaken she's still the champion of one of those divisions other way yep. yeah so <clears throat> maybe she just focuses on that and we see her kind of just make her run through there as well Who right knows? uh I would like to see that women's kind of jumble spread out and not just have her dominating two divisions, Shevchenko dominating one. Right. Have Shevchenko <clears throat> in her division, fill that out, make, get more bodies in there, get the experience and, you know, fill out each weight class like that. Cause it's really just a big mumbo jumbo of every woman is pretty much eligible for all three right they're all expendable yeah yeah. it's just running into a wall uh it's so top heavy in uh especially the women's ranks um good stuff we'll get you out of here what your passing thoughts on the super bowl we haven't talked to you since then uh Bengals cover do not win rams get it done yeah it was it was uh kind of heartbreaking i was pulling for the the Bengals. i did put a lot of different bets on the Bengals, mm-hmm. none of which hit because first of all, they didn't win. Joe Burrow didn't get his passing yards. Yep. Uh, so many different things could have hit had he had a 
maybe three more seconds to see that Jamar Chase would, had burned Jalen Ramsey. Uh, what the hell was Jalen Ramsey doing that entire game? Just yeah. awful. I mean, in his defense, w- that long touchdown at the beginning yeah, that of was the second bogus. half yeah. shouldn't, have, shouldn't have happened, but either way, I was rooting for the Bengals, so I was like, fuck it, that's awesome. Go, <laughs> go T. Higgins. Uh, but, you know, not disappointing. It was yeah. one of the more exciting Super Bowls I've seen. Uh, you had 50 Cent doing his best Spider-Man impression uh, <laughs> during the halftime show. So that was that was pretty interesting. But uh, for for my show, for the rest of the uh, summer, we're just going to be kind of random sporadic things. Do some uh, tier lists, some, you know, build teams with 15 bucks, yeah. stuff like that. <clears throat> just uh, small little bonus content throughout the year, working on something for next season that uh, I think is going to be pretty fun. Hopefully get more fan engagement. So we'll see uh, a lot of building right now, but we'll good get stuff. There. Yeah, no, yeah. I appreciated what you did all season, not only for us and our program here, but what you've done as well on your side, the graphics are fantastic. The information is great. You can expect weekly stuff during the season from our guy, lucky shots, media, Ricky Larson. And yeah, like you said, we'll talk football, free agency draft, uh, getting set for the big day. So, and then of course we always got UFC. Yeah. Got, got a lot of news to hash through once it happens uh, right, for the NFL right. this off season. So we'll see, see what goes. Hopefully uh, the Broncos find a new quarterback. That's not in the draft, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, we, we are getting me on a tan. Elway is all of a sudden back in the front office. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. You know, right. Yeah. As they're about to be sold. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see see what uh your your falcons do hopefully cordero patterson stays a part of that, that he says he loves atlanta guys. i'm like shit come back we, we could use you <laughs> now, weapon, now that ridley's fucking you know wherever he is yeah. um all right good stuff rookie larson appreciate it my man we'll talk to you shortly for sure